All right, welcome into a bonus episode of TechNest, the PropTech podcast. This is a special episode, a bonus episode, if you will, a live interview that I did while at the Blueprint Conference hosted in Las Vegas in 2023. And uh, these were very fun to do. Got to learn more about a handful of startups, insights and things that they're seeing on the scene and also some advice for founders and investors interested in the industry. So uh, a whole series of these that you're gonna see popping up. And if you haven't listened to them all, uh, you maybe go back through the library and take a listen, especially if you missed out on the Blueprint Conference this year. Otherwise, hope you enjoy this short bonus episode. My name is Odo Lankostropur. I'm the CEO and founder of Onsite IQ. Onsite IQ is a construction intelligence platform that works with real estate developers, private equity firms, and lenders to help them document their projects monitor progress and then verify payments. All right, and so let's jump into this. Uh, obviously, there is a shortage of supply. Uh, people are begging for apartment buildings and new homes to come into the market, And uh, but there's many things that hold up those projects. Can you talk to me a little bit about what it is that's keeping some of that pl- supply from hitting the market sooner? Uh, yeah, so if you think about um, the pipeline of any developer, Let's go back 12 months ago, there was stability in the market, the pipelines were really, really robust, and every project was a go. Now, what happened was, you bought a land a year ago or two years ago, you underwrote it, you're ready to go, and then the rates went from three and a half, or three, to seven. Now, that means your underwriting doesn't work anymore. You got a couple levers. Um, Either the land has to reprice, the contractors have to come in with a lower bid, or you have to repurpose the asset, or you do value engineering, but regardless, Now you're competing with a uh, U.S. Treasury where it has no risk. People take five, six, seven percent versus why wants to build a building with a high single-digit IRR, and unit economics does not necessarily work. Uh, We see activity on opportunity zone deals. That's moving forward. Data centers are doing great. Uh, Hospitality is still moving forward, but on a multifamily side. Uh, you'll see, you'll, you'll, we've seen it slow down. And it takes a little bit of time. One of those levers had to, has to adjust for the industry to open up again. Now, construction tech doesn't really get featured a lot. Uh, maybe it's a little, I don't want to think, say it's the boring side of prop tech, but it does get over, uh, you know, kind of passed over. What are some of the new uh, innovations, processes, or tech stack that's helping builders and developers get better and more efficient despite the headwinds and the current economic conditions? Yeah, so the way we approach it, if you think about it, in a high interest rate environment, the stakes are higher, the risk is higher. And we plug into the institutional capital to help them monitor these projects and control the risk. Because if you historically were underwriting for 20%, 25% IRR, right now it's really hard with these interest rates to hit the same numbers. So you have more to lose and uh, project delays number one driver of those losses and let's say a typical project gets delayed by what three months on a hundred million dollar project you've lost six million dollars of your returns on those three months now the shorter the build cycle the faster you can build and start monetizing the asset the healthier the numbers so if you were if you're running your projects loosey-goosey before and it was okay because the capital was really cheap now you can't afford to do that anymore. so that's one thing uh, the other side, we've seen really good technologies coming around on the underwriting side, right? Finding the deal, finding the land, uh, rezoning, permitting, expediting that side of, 
uh, the development process. So right now, uh, there's not much you can do with capital because the cost of capital is high. You can work on the timeline and compressing the cycle time to improve your return profile on your assets. And a final question here, you know, you guys are a construction tech company, you're obviously aware of some of the other things that are on the market. Are developers and, uh, you know, those that are doing uh, large build projects, you know, think some of the publicly traded companies, are they opening up more to tech innovations? Are the barriers coming down? Or is it still pretty tough out there getting to get construction to embrace some of the new uh, tech, uh, technologies and innovations? Yeah, uh, very good question. So the industry, in my opinion, falls into two categories. The teams that are fully integrated and they have their construction team in-house, so they're developers slash construction. And then you have pure developers, which are financial investors, right? And uh, to use an example, Toll Brothers, Apartment Living, financial investor, right? They have a construction team in-house, but they hire a third-party contractor. We work directly with the developers, and developers themselves are actually very forward-looking, and they yeah. like technology that enables and drives value. Think about risk control, think about compressing the cycle time. Once you get to the accounts where you have fully integration, you have the development team, construction team, everything in-house, now you have a little bit of a mixed sales motion where, oh, we've been doing this for 100 years, how will the technology change our processes? Run a job site every day. How would the technology enhance my day to day? And then you get to a little bit of, do I want to capture this much data at all? And that, talk, that speaks to the cultural challenges that the industry needs to go through a transformation where transparency is good. Manufacturing went through this many, many years ago where before you couldn't monitor any of the machines. Right now, all the signals go directly to an ERP every single item that moves through a conveyor belt is being monitored. So, it takes time, it's a work in progress, we'll get there. Thank you so much for stopping by and sharing some of your insights into construction tech and some of the trends currently impacting the industry. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to TechNest, the PropTech Podcast. Find all the links and resources mentioned in this episode on technest.io. You can get future episodes delivered to your ears directly by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all other major podcast apps. Follow TechNest on social media to stay up to speed on new developments, resources, and announcements in PropTech. Your support is greatly appreciated. There's two ways you can directly support this podcast. Share episodes you find interesting, and then leave a review of the show in the App Store. From Nate and the TechNest team, thanks for listening.